common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Uh, in the studio today, we got Judge Richard Weinberg. We have Congressman Peter King and used to be Congressman uh, 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 Vito, Vito Fasella, now Borough President Vito Fasella. And I understand the two congressmen used to work together in Congress. Reluctantly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're fighting all No, actually, Vito's a great friend. He's a great congressman, and Staten Island is lucky to have him back. There's so many things going on. Is that what you said off thing? air, Pete? I'm trying to figure that out. All right. Different, different, different conversation. <laughs> different conversation. <laughs> There's so many things going on. What the heck do we talk? It's Rita Cosby, you did a great job yesterday with Andrew Cuomo. And I, I have no idea why that weather girl is so upset. Well, Janice Dean, in, in defense of Janice Dean, there's such a and huge I, I, loss I, I, with I, the listen. families. And, and, and I, we've invited and her I, to come on. I hope she comes on. She's always welcome to come on. We believe in free speech. Uh, we, I have nothing against her. She, you know, I'm sure she does a great job uh, at uh, Fox uh, with the weather. And uh, look, uh, it's a tragedy. We all went through tragedies. We, we lost so many people. But look. You did a great job interviewing uh, Governor Cuomo, and everybody has the right. Look, I, I got criticism uh, uh, um, interviewing uh, Robert Kennedy. You got criticism interviewing uh, uh, Governor Cuomo. I mean, you know, it's if we were worried about criticism on everybody that we interview, my God. Yeah, and you know what, John, and I've said this um, publicly and privately to everybody, that what is so great about ABC is we allow everybody to speak, and I think anybody listening to that interview um, you know, would say, I've heard the comments that I was tough but fair, um, and that's a nice thing to be able to say as a journalist. And what heartened me, John, last night um, was we were flooded with calls on the show at 10 o'clock, and many family members called into the show randomly and said, Rita, you got to a lot of the questions that I wanted to hear. You kept pressing him. You kept asking him, um, you know, and, and they were heartened. And that gave me, you know, I, we love, we have such love and re- appreciation for the family members and we invite everybody to come on. And I hope Janice comes on too. She suggested some other people, but we feel strongly to no, hear from no, her. No, no. If she's the one out there yelling and screaming and she's the one out there calling me names, uh, making other things innuendos, then she has to stand up and, and, and be counted. Yeah. And also have her side too, because she has an important side to discuss. So we want to hear from her. I think it's important. And By I have way, such respect good, for it, Janice. It was a good thing yesterday for AM radio, uh, where, uh, the CEO of Ford decided to, to go the right way. And, and, uh, AM radio is so uh, important in the uh, community. We were cheering you big time yesterday. Uh, what a news day between Cuomo and AM radio. And, Judge, you know, we've been, uh, John has been at the forefront. And bravo, bravo. We had saw the message from Ford that they said the future cars will have AM radios. So there was a loud cheer. And then we had so many parties last night. Yeah, uh, Judge Janine. A, uh, uh, Judge Janine has a new book out. I missed you there. I came, uh, but I missed you. She, uh, she had. Uh, we had a book party, and uh, uh, a lot of all the uh, personalities from Fox, all the personalities from WABC. Uh, Kellyanne Conway was there too. Yes, I saw. Yes. Uh, 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 also, Alina Haba, who's the attorney for Trump. Um, Tony Saya, a whole bunch of people in the Trump and then administration. Afterwards, uh, afterwards uh, 
We had uh, I had the seven. My son was co-chairing a uh, a dinner for seven United States senators, and that's where the judge was, right? That's right. Can't be in all places, but that was the place I to was be. In, but I was in all places. You were in all places. <laughs> you are always. You're the man that's of the That's why I invented the word ubiquitous. But the answer well, is... Wait, i got to look. Where's the dictionary? <laughs> where's the dictionary? That's, like, the dictionary? that's like Zelig. You know how Zelig's like that's everywhere? He's like Zelig. Everywhere. Because you have the, don't, you have the busiest Rita, schedule. Don't, don't ask me to spell it. I can only say it. <laughs> It sounded good, though. It sound no. That was a great event. There was what Steve Daines was there. Ted Cruz. But I sat with uh, Senator Daines. Look, this is this is the point. And Sid Sid Rosenberg's cousin was there. Former senator. Yeah, Norm Coleman, really nice guy. Norm Norm Coleman, love Norm. And by the way, Norm Coleman is a nice Jewish boy. From Brooklyn, who wound out in the Midwest, went to Minnesota, became a United States senator. Then he went to Hofstra University on Long Island. A wonderful guy, a wonderful guy. He and Steve Gaines are at my table. I was at their table. It was a great event. And the message was very, very simple. If you want to protect the country, you want to have secure borders, balanced balanced budgets, you need to have a two-party system, and that's what the event was about, having a two-party system. Well, you talk about security at the borders, and Vito Facella, this is something, of course, that's impacting. It's like every borough is affected, clearly, uh, by migrants. Um, big news now also that Eric Adams is trying to get the right to shelter, get sort of a pause on it, if you will, we because he said, we it's a mess. mess. And that was one of the things I talked with Governor Cuomo, in addition to, of course, the women and the nursing homes, was what do we do with all the sanctuary city? There's like no room at the inn. What's your reaction, Vito Fasella? Well, I think something that we've all been saying for many, many months, this is a federal lapse here. The federal government has caused this problem and has pushed it across the United States and you know, ground zero is New York City, where tens of thousands have been forced into, not been forced, but have been housed in shelters and uh, accommodated, I think, very in a very good way, at least from their point of view. Uh, but what I like to do is sort of bring attention to what the mayor did yesterday in calling to question the consent decree, uh, so-called right to shelter, that many believe requires the city to put the migrants in hotels and feed them. And and frankly, I don't think that was the original intent of the consent decree from 1981. And I credit the mayor for doing it because it's an unsustainable problem that needs to be fixed immediately. You know what the problem is, Vito? You're absolutely right. They should open up that consent decree and modify it. There's a change of circumstances. It's never what they envisioned. And you couldn't be more correct. The problem is the city council where you and I both worked, created a another law saying a right-to-shelter law, a homeless bill of rights, and it's now going to uh, the mayor's desk for consideration. And that was voted unanimously by city council. What are they thinking? Everybody who gets off a bus, comes to New York, has, has a right to shelter, and if they don't have a home, they can street, sleep on the streets. It's an insane bill. Well, it goes back to, you know, I told uh, uh, everybody how I feel. We have 30,000 empty beds at Rikers, and and these people that came in, we didn't promise them $700 a day rooms. Now, I did ask Governor Cuomo about that, too, John. And what he said. And I was actually surprised, but what he said was, he's like, why Rikers? There's no room. I said, are you kidding me? There's room at Rikers. 30,000 rooms. Absolutely. But the... the, so yeah, Peter, how is Staten Island being, being hit by that? No, well, unfortunately, we, we've had to house and accommodate uh, hundreds of migrants, uh, first at the hotels. And in their schools, and, right? and within the last couple of weeks, it took an old school and converted it to uh, a, a shelter. 
And it's really not consistent with what was intended 40-plus years ago, which was a handful of guys in the Bowery who needed a place to stay during the winter. Yeah. Now it's, uh, you know, welcome to the United States. Yeah. We're going to put you in a hotel in Times Square. That's I just not, don't think it's right. But the pro- this is the problem. Even if we filled up Rikers, as John says, with 30,000, then you can have another 30,000 the next month. I we're going to need another it's never, it's never ending. Until Biden closes the border and enforces the United States immigration laws, it's a never-ending problem without a solution. That's the solution. And by the way, later on in the show, we're going to be talking to Michael Goodwin, of course, of the New York Post, because he wrote a column just about that.